0: Welcome to another episode of ESG Out Loud. I am ESG Clarity Deputy Editor, Natasha Turner, and today it's very great to be joined by Leon Cammie, Head of Responsibility at Federated Hermes. We are starting our new sector special series, so today we're going to be talking all about technology. So it's great to have you with us today, first of all. Thank you. Um, just to start off, I'm sure many listeners will be aware, but just in case any of them aren't, can you explain your role at Federated hermes?
1: So, I'm the head of responsibility at the international business of Federated Hermes, and for those who uh, don't know, Federated Hermes is an investment uh, management firm where our purpose may be a little bit different to others it's It's about creating sustainable wealth for investors so when we we think about that, we're thinking about the savers pensioners holistic interests so what income they might be looking to achieve but also their standard of living and the environment and society they might might be living in. And in order to achieve that very key to our approach is is stewardship. Um, and considering when we do that stewardship all all key stakeholder interests. So not so not simply the shareholder and not simply uh, in, uh, in the short term. And so my own role as head of responsibility is oversight of what we do in advocacy, in our stewardship activities, in the integration work, uh, which our investment management teams do, um, and also oversight on what we're doing as a firm ourselves from a responsible point of view.
0: Okay, great. So in that kind of overseeing role, then, when it comes to engaging tech companies specifically or... Yeah, the technology sector on ESG issues. Uh, how easy is that? Is there any differences, anything that's unique to that sector?
1: So the, the technology sector um, has, been, has grown out of startups. Um, and, and those founders of those startups are still, are, still, are still around. And when they come to market, um, they've come to market uh, looking to maintain their power uh, over the firm. So actually, it's not that easy engaging with many tech companies, not all tech companies, but it's not that easy because of the governance of those companies. So often there is a dual share structure. Um, That dual share structure gives a lot of power to to the founders in terms of voting, disproportionately so relative to how much uh, they have invested uh, or have invested in, in, in the company. And more often than not, that dual share structure, voting structure doesn't have a sunset clause. So it doesn't disappear after, after 10 years or so. Um, and also many of these companies are, are, are quite large and they have a, a significant impact on, on, on all of us in, in society. And there's not always that much competition. So, so from an engagement point of view, when we're engaging a company, that doesn't, that's not, not a straightforward position um, for us to be in, having said that, I think there's there has been resistance in some areas, but in other areas we have been able to engage effectively.
0: What are some of those other
1: areas? The hardest area hasn't really been about governance it's 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 very hard for um a founder to give up that that power and when 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 it does happen um it it, it can can cost the uh, th- the third party investors' quite a lot of money to buy to buy out the founder if you like from from the dual share structure so that's those are the the difficult areas where where things may be more more straightforward and where companies been more open uh, to change, I think would be in um in areas such as uh, the cobalt mining what's going on in terms of the supply chain um uh, labor rights in um in 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 different companies and within the supply chain of some of the the tech companies i think there's also now beginning to be um an opening to to what impact um ai might have um in terms of data privacy and the like and more responsibility being taken by the tech companies in 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 that regard so we're we're seeing we're seeing movement there and also we're seeing movement in terms of the environment um in terms of climate change so a number of uh, uh, the tech companies will have major data centers and those those can be very uh, uh high in terms of their carbon emissions
0: mm, interesting yeah particularly ai point it seems like um you know things like cyber security risk, it's Something technology can provide a solution to, but it also is part of the issue as it's moved to a more digital world, right? It's just, yes, interesting, definitely an interesting area. So you've kind of covered there some of the positives and negatives in terms of the engagement with these companies, but in terms of the maybe some of the solutions they're providing, uh, ESG solutions, what are, or some of the risks that they're posing, what are the some positives and negatives actually coming out of the sector itself?
1: So, so I think, I mean, let, let me take um, social media companies uh, as, as an example. So there, there, there are some real positives in, in how social media has impacted our lives and our ability to communicate to friends, um, to champion issues that really matter to us. Um, and also from, a, from an, in, an investor engagement point of view, some of the environments and social issues um which we've been able to engage on we've we've had more leverage because of the traffic of the, on those issues in in social media so so issues come to the fore much much more quickly and and that happened um with the, the tragic events last year um around the death of george floyd and how that really put a um a huge boost in into ethnic inclusion and uh, and companies um, thinking much harder about how, how they address that issue. And I, I would say social media was had, had a big part to play to, uh, there. However, on the flip side, um, there have been some significant costs um, in terms of social media. We, we've seen a huge polarisation in our society. Um, we've seen people um, using social media as echo chambers and not, in, in a sense, hearing the other side um, uh of, of of the story there's been significant hate speech um trolling the fake news the manipulation of elections and and with 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 teenage uh, children myself i've i can also see the impact on on mental health um of of kids who who are looking to appear in a certain way and it's probably not only children i'm sure it's impacted the the adult world um, significant data privacy issues the the profiling of customers the selling of customer data to to others um, i mean going back to ethnic inclusion there's been a number of cases where algorithms have not actually been inclusive and have have perpetuated um uh, uh, uh racial issues and so so there's massive, massive issues with with social media companies, and they're only really beginning, partly under pressure, to try and address some of those some of those um, issues. And one one of the things we did, um, I think, now a couple of uh, year and a half ago, um, or so, um, was to speak at the uh, annual general meeting um, of of Alphabet, and there we were encouraging. Um, a greater move to be more responsible in terms of the way alphabet deals with with ai and and we're, we're pleased that alphabet have responded to that they've introduced a library of tools um, and testing components in their tensor flow x um, and that's uh, got to be positive they're emphasizing safety testability security and other ethical aspects there and so that's 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 very positive the other thing we asked them to do was um, to have greater board oversight on 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 AI and these issues and the company has now charged its audit committee um, to to look at these um, look at these issues, bring in sustainability, data privacy, civil and human rights um, in into the agenda of the audit committee so there are there is movement, um, but there 's still a long way to go, and we as investors need to engage more on these issues
0: there 's a long way to go. What do you think some of the next steps will be? what do you think for the rest of the year next year
1: so if we think about um, what what disruptions? Uh, are coming our way in terms of the economy. And and in reality, they're underway already. I would say there are two. There's the climate disruption, and then there's the tech disruption. And and the two are are very much uh, linked. Um, So I'm reading a book at the moment called Drawdown, which uh, on the right, on the front page says it's the most comprehensive plan ever proposed to reverse global warming. So that was enough for me uh, to buy it. And, 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 and take a look. And, and <laughs> there, are, there are not only technology solutions in there, there's lots of different solutions which they're putting forward, but there are a number which are technology solutions. So technology has a potential impact to help us address the climate issues. Um, and of course, as we know, having been in lockdown um, uh, now for nearly a year and a quarter, um, technology has allowed us to carry out business activity um uh a lot of the white collar activity has has happened uh, from our homes use using technology and i expect that is going to lead when we go back to normal or the new normal that's going to lead to um a reduction in air travel relative to where we were before 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 lockdown and obviously that has an impact on on climate change but technology also has and always has done has an impact on on uh, jobs um, in terms of job job security and also the common commoditization of of the jobs themselves um, and uh, often if we go back in history uh, the employee um, through the technology disruption has suffered quite a lot and hasn't always been able um, to adapt to the change, and businesses haven 't been able to help employees retrain uh, uh, and the like and also sometimes technology can be used in a way um, where it doesn 't have to be that way so if I take uber for an ex- for example, when Uber was set up, um, the technology which it brought gave the customer a service which um, it didn 't have before um, Often cars uh, were quite ubiquitous, didn't have to wait long, not always the case, but you didn't have to wait long. Um, And costs came down as well. So from a customer point of view, overall, that's that's probably a good thing. From an environment point of view, less so because there's more cars on the road, though many are hybrid, um, uh, as, as you know. But in terms of dealing with employees... We were very much in the land of the gig economy, but it didn't have to be that way. And now we're seeing Uber changing and how, and it's relating to its employees in in a different way. So we can have technology change, but we can also look after uh, employees, both in terms of the level of jobs, number of jobs, and also in terms of the quality of those jobs. That's
0: really interesting. And with Uber, particularly, it's it's one of those things in in hindsight, right? I mean. Were there things that investors should have seen in terms of all the issues that were going to come out about um, the employee contracts and things um, at the start, and, and how can investors looking at the technology solutions to ESG issues now be kind of a little bit more ahead of the game on that perhaps
1: so so often historically the investors investors haven 't been the creator of the new ideas mm. um, yeah. rather they've been the evaluators of the new ideas which may have come out before and, and also the existing companies which which are out there and available um to to invest in if we put on a a stewardship hat on in terms of uh, us acting as investment manager it behoves on us to think we're never going to be the experts um as as people are in 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 the sectors but it's still requires us to think hard about what are the future trends uh in terms of sustainability and i'm using that word in 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 its uh, plain meaning um so how how can we think about what's coming to us uh in 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 terms of uh, f- future change and we talked about some of that already i mean climate climate change um i mean arguably has been with us for for a while but now we're taking taking note of it more than we might have been Before I've I've mentioned the potential impact of technology disruption on on employees. Um, The whole inequality, our trend to increase inequality as we we move to more ageing populations in many countries around the world, um, uh, as housing prices have gone, gone through the roof, it makes it very hard for someone starting out um, in in their in their career to to really um, create the wealth which they need in order to to live their life um, uh, in the future. so I think we're going to need to be thinking harder about how we might address some of that inequality and what implications that might have uh, for the for the future and for what companies might do. So if as investors we can think more in a more forward looking way, we can then begin to engage. With the companies we invest in for them to um, uh, take a similar approach
0: and i guess it's all the kind of evolution of what constitutes esg or sustainability and just the improving of standards and so forth that will help with that
1: yes i mean esg there there's no esg world in a sense um there's no world which is just fundamentals there's just the world um and what we have to look at is which environment and social issues are material, will be material, and which other issues will will be material. It's not only environment and social we need to to worry about, though they were neglected historically, which is why they've they've been brought together uh, uh, now. And, And governance, in a sense, and goes back to what we were saying right up front, governance is about aligning everyone in the investment chain To the interests of the investor, who ultimately is society uh, as as a whole. So I would say, going forwards, the technology sector has to look after the society and the environment. If it does so, then it too will be sustainable.
0: Well, that brings us nicely full circle, I think. So uh, we'll, we'll finish there, and thank you very much for joining us today. Today, I'm. Very pleased to be joined by Matteo Rinaldi, Innovation Analyst at Dealroom.co, specializing in the impact and energy sectors. It's great to have you with us today, Matteo.
2: Thank you, Natasha, great to be here.
0: Can you give us a brief summary of what Dealroom.co does and your role there?
2: Yeah, Dealroom is a data intelligence company. We are based in Amsterdam, uh, and we focus on tech-enabled companies, mostly like startups, uh, and we have a global coverage um and we work already like with different governments uh, all over Europe and in other regions as well, as well with the most prominent VC and private equity investors uh globally. I i work in the intelligence unit team, which is more uh kind of the research department and the room. Uh we, we work on different reports using our data and um yeah, like over the last months we started to cover more and more uh, the sustainability space. Uh and um, and I am the leading analyst uh, in this one. And we work with different partners such as uh, Atomico for the State of European Tech, publishing data about uh, SDGs investment in Europe, as well as diversity. Uh, we work with PWC on the State of Climate Tech report, which was published uh, last year. And we are going to do an update this year. Um, and, and others also, such as Danske Bank and Tech Nation, that sponsor our impact ecosystem um That we don't see in
0: a Great. Yeah, we referenced the uh, PwC report and the launch of your own impact startup database. Start of the year, I think, end kind of last year. um And it does sound from that. Like, I mean, it's great to have you on for this sector special when we're looking at technology because you you have that sort of insight of the kind of whole tech startup universe, I suppose. um So taking those things in to account and by all accounts, it looks like sustainable tech or impact tech is an area that's just going to keep growing. What kind of trends are you seeing?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, indeed, the space is, is growing and it's also quite broad. So, we employ the SDGs as a framework. So, we map uh, some of the startups in our database according to the 17 uh, SDGs, um, and some companies can address more than one. And so, these also might be take into account. And in general, uh, our coverage also uh, grew over time. So now we cover over 7,000 companies uh, globally uh, addressing the SDGs uh, that we consider as impact companies. And then also we, we differentiate between the ones that are addressing the goals at the core of the business model and the ones that are addressing them kind of as a side. Uh, so creating some positive externalities. Uh, and for example, yeah, micro mobility companies generally fall under this category. Uh, and in terms of trends, well, indeed, the kind of environmentally uh, related SGs are very popular uh, in terms of DC investments. So uh, what we discover uh, with Atomic, for instance, um, is that yeah, climate action is the one that is receiving the most of DC investment, followed by affordable and clean energy, uh, and then good health and well-being, for instance, yeah, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, they're all investing like significant amounts uh, opening their own funds sometimes in this space. And this is quite, quite a change compared to some years ago. Um, um, but yeah, like but there are still some segments uh, which are under underfunded.
0: What sort of technologies, I suppose, are being used? So if there's a whole group of companies being launched to to deal with a certain energy issue are you seeing you know we're talking about the tech sector so are you seeing certain innovations um coming to the fore within those
2: yeah so the space is quite big and if we just think about clean energy um so for instance like one interesting space i think is wind like everything to wind and so um yeah like indeed in these years compared to let's say 10 years ago you have like a steep decline in the price of yeah um onshore and offshore wind energy especially offshore and, and you have the development of like many startups in this space um but compared to yeah let's say uh, the first wave of climate tech investment in which your developing their own technology now you also have companies that take advantage of what already exists so in the wind space for instance you have many companies using drones um uh, or even like ai and drones and ai sometimes at the same time to map uh, wind turbines, right? And this is a big innovation something that was not available uh, yeah, years ago. And you can really leverage the latest advancement in AI. And this contributes to make wind turbines much more effective. And also you reduce uh, also the risk of like having people, you know, on the ground or offshore going and check wind turbines, right? Um, and this is, yeah, it's, it's very impressive. I am I, I'm really impressed by the advancement in the wind space. And I think it's very exciting and the outcomes are very positive.
0: So you mentioned already Google and some of the bigger tech players. Taking the tech sector as a whole, or maybe the more um, traditional uh, aspects of the tech sector that some of our listeners will be um, more familiar with, how is the sector as a whole becoming more sustainable, or is it becoming more sustainable? Um And how are some of the bigger firms and you already mentioned? but if you go into a bit more detail, looking at sustainability now?
2: Yeah, so indeed, there is like a big push for sustainability, and these covers fantastic, one of which is kind of you know if you take the ESG, you have like environmental um uh, the environmental aspect. And many of these companies are making great progress, um especially some u s. big tech companies such as uh, yeah, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google, right. So if you look at the ESG ratings um, regarding environment, they are performing quite well. And uh, yeah, they are also investing a lot into venture. Uh, so for instance, Microsoft, in the latest sustainability report, uh, you know, they outline that it is important for them to fund technologies which are yet um, not there, so are still in development. And this is why they set some specific funds, or they invest into VC uh, themselves. And this is, well, it's it's a big change in the space, right? Um, and also, it's interesting because Microsoft, for instance, they also work directly with startups. So they provide cloud computing. They have a lot of solutions for, uh, you know, uh, use of AI in environmentally related problems. Um, so companies are also by customers sometimes, right? Uh, but in general, yeah, like my impression is that the ESG rating of these companies when it comes to the environment is very high. And they're doing very well uh and that's also i think quite in many uh you know in many funds or etfs that are esg related these companies are always bad right um and i think on other issues yeah there is more work to be done and this is common across the spectrum uh in impacts such as if you think about gender diversity or diversity in general and then inclusion yeah there is a lot of work to be done like the vast majority of funders also in the impact space are May like uh, and we're speaking about kind of 80 to 20 percent ratio um so indeed there are some kind of uh factors in which yeah more progress is is necessary um but i think yeah big tech is doing uh very well
0: yeah definitely um good to hear that kind of this sector is is going in the right direction I guess, and you mentioned there that it can be kind of across the board, some of the issues that we're seeing uh, diversity is going to affect, you know, a whole range of sectors, for example. Are there specific challenges for the tech sector that that you can talk about on this, this, and then are there specific challenges that sustainable solutions or impact tech companies face?
2: Yeah, I think there are many challenges actually. Uh, One, which is the one about talent. Um, So, uh, indeed, like we we showed in a report with Aske Bank, that kind of impact companies compared to the benchmark, which is uh, startups, but not impact. They receive many more applications, right? Um, Because, yeah, many people are interested in working for impact startups, and they are even willing to to have like kind of a lower salary sometimes uh, compared to like a benchmark company. Um, so indeed, these companies receive a lot of applications, which is yeah, interesting and it allows them to have a broader range of talent to choose from. But yet, like if there are some roles for which it's still very hard to find talent for. And this goes from certain kinds of soft, software developments, but also to climate scientists, right? So this is something that is very much in demand now. Um, and even for kind of some fintech companies that are aiming to improve their esg frameworks or you know to to improve their data accuracy in some issues such as climate risk yeah it's very hard for them to find talent because talent is scarce in this segment so this is a challenge and i think equally goes in other um for other roles like also for marketing for instance like speaking to some startups yeah i noticed that it's hard for them to find You know, kind of uh, some senior talents in this space, uh, but are also willing to work for startups. So this is still a challenge, I think, uh, for early stage companies. And I think, in general, yeah, on diversity, there is much uh, work that needs to be done. Um, But I think the issue is kind of at the start of the pipeline, right? So um, I think it's hard to find uh, the right talent, and sometimes also these type of diverse candidates sometimes are a bit discouraged to work in a sector which is very homogeneous and so I believe that startups and funders themselves do yeah, more work to create a more inclusive workspace uh, and I think as a result they will see more applicants coming their way.
0: Well just finally then, um, are you seeing changes in the type of investors who are interested in new sustainable solutions or impact technologies?
2: Yeah, so in this space, there has been a lot of change. But uh, let's say I don't know, five, ten years ago, the space was quite niche—the one about yeah, ethical investment or impact investing. Now it's becoming much more popular. Um, I think this is also due to the climate crisis becoming more evident, uh, and you have yeah, as we mentioned before, big corporates going into the space as well as um, some other investors like. Right? And so I think now, if you're an impact company, you can really aim to have investment for every type of investor. Um, And you go from, yeah, even pension funds to, uh, yeah, early stage VCs, to corporates. I think, yeah, almost everyone is investing into sustainability, yet some investors already have like a proven track of records or they focus in a given segment, which is kind of their niche. So if if you're a deep tech company, there are just uh, some investors which are more familiar with the space, whereas for others, uh, maybe more, um, yeah, with less uh, less theories um you can find really like every type of investor. So now it is more like a crossover, and it's kind of hard to judge if an investor is impact or not. Um, and this is why we, yeah, generally invite people to just go to our platform and check what the portfolio is. And you can see if they invest into import companies or not. I, I think technology is 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 not a sector anymore. It's just a team across all the space, and it applies to every every segment in this industry, right?
0: Hey, well, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Natasha. Find us on SoundCloud or iTunes by searching for ESG Out Loud.